You are listening to the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 16. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's a beautiful day here, and I'm super excited to be joining you today, and I'm happy to have you. So thanks so much for, for being here. Uh, the podcast is getting interesting for me. I have um, been struggling a little bit with getting my sub- subjects together and what I'd like to present to you. So t- uh, today or this morning, as a matter of fact, I was talking to one of my coaches and um, I basically told her about this struggle that I was having. And so we talked a bit. And I got to thinking as we were talking that it's very important for us to learn self-awareness so we can realize why we're having some of the brain strain that we're having and why we're struggling and so we can work through it and work around it. So at some point on the podcast, probably within the next few, I want to talk about coaching yourself through some of these issues. But what I really got to thinking is maybe we should talk about self-awareness because being aware of yourself is so important to changing and to growing. And um, even when you're struggling, to be aware of why you struggle. I um, was coaching uh, two people at my work this week as well. And this whole self-awareness thing came up. Because, um, you know, until you can step back and see yourself, you're going to have struggles, you know, getting through some of the issues you get through every day. So that's why I picked self-awareness for this podcast. So I hope that this information will prove helpful to you. So I looked up the definition of self-awareness, and in the dictionary, it says conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, and desires. Um, And that's that's interesting to me because um, I when I ever when I think of the words self-awareness, I think of the character aspect of it that we should you know on a deep deep level know who we really are. Um, but I also think this feelings, motives, that all comes into it. So when I looked up this um, de- definition around this subject, I thought, yeah, that's really interesting. You know, I think of it as being a morality thing, a character thing. But it, a lot of it has to do with, you know, understanding yourself well enough to understand your motives and understand why you feel the way you feel. So I really think that's that's a best, the best definition, and obviously it's the best because it is the definition. Um, but I think that's the way we should um, approach it on this podcast. So that's how how I'm going to try to work around this. And I did a little bit of um, homework around it, and I'm going to try to bring you some tools um, as well as my own thoughts about it. Um, I was looking up um, that whole self awareness concept and. Um, There have been research studies out there that show that self-awareness is a crucial trait of business people and successful business people. Um, It's a big part of being a good leader. There was a study um, 
undertaken by uh, Cornell University, and it studied 72 executives in public and private corporations, um, and they all had income revenues of $50 million to $5 billion. Um, so these were really successful people. And it was found that um, they had a very high self-awareness score. It was the, the strongest, um, it says in the study, the strongest predictor of their overall success. So that's really interesting too, right? That if we're more self-aware, we can be more successful. Um, and as I was coaching um, one of the um, people that works with me in the practice this week, um, it, it, that's what we were coaching about. This person that I was working with um, doesn't have real high levels of self-awareness. Um, they don't think that they do. And um, that's what we were talking about is how do we become more self-aware? And earlier on one of the podcasts, I talk about DISC training. And um, I think that's one tool that helps us become more self-aware, um, understanding our personality preferences and how we see the world. And there's a lot of tools out there. Myers-Briggs, I know I've talked about that a little bit before, um, which we haven't gone in depth um, on the podcast about that, um, but maybe at some point we will. But just any of these tools out there to make us more, more aware of, you know, what is our character? What, what are our motives? And what is it that we can do to um, understand ourselves better? and um, and get a little bit of a handle on this. So why is self-awareness so important? Why, um, why is it that all these executives and the, all these really um, high-functioning high people have this self-awareness? And I think it's that just that ability to observe yourself and um, pay attention to what's going on around us and inside us. Um, and it also it also helps us to understand others better, I think. And if we can understand others better, we actually, we become better leaders. We become stronger. And, um, you know, we understand what people are going through. And, you know, a lot of times our brains have a tendency to wander around and, and we're not really aware of what we're thinking. We kind of operate on autopilot and we go unconscious. Um, and I know this happens to us if we're experienced in our job or whatever task we're undertaking, we, we have a tendency to go mindless. But if you are, um, if you have this ability to be self-aware, you have a better ability to um, observe people and formulate your thoughts around an issue and handle it better. You're not going to fly off the handle and overreact, and um, and you're not going to get stuck in this quagmire of your own self-doubt and um, ability to not see your own biases. So let's say, I'm trying to think of a good example of this, but let's say um, you have a preconceived notion about a client and you go into a exam room and, you know, you're already thinking that, you know, you know what this person is all about. And so you have this bias before you even walk in the room about what this client is about and what this pet is about. You've seen them, let's say you've seen them 16 times before for the same issues. 
And today they show up on your doorstep for what appears to be a different issue, but your brain wants to go to, you know, the old, the old issues that you've seen this pet for before. And your brain brings up all these things about, well, I already know this person. I already know this pet. I've been through this a hundred times. I know what it's about. And if you go there and you don't have awareness about those thoughts in your head, if you can't step back and say, wait a minute, I'm going down that road of thinking I already know what's going to happen in this interaction, then you're not going to be able to be involved in this conversation because you've already made your decisions. You've got bias about what's happening in this exam room. And so if you can be more self-aware of that tendency to have that bias and you can catch yourself in it and say, oh, wait, wait a minute, I'm already deciding what's going to happen in this interaction. And and if you can pull yourself back from that and become aware of that, it's going to make you a more effective veterinarian. It's going to bring you more uh, clarity when you're talking about this, this, uh, issue with this dog or this cat or whatever this, this client brings you because you don't already have it decided in your head and you're not going to be able to see the feedback that they're giving you or that what the client's bringing to you. And I really think that that happens to a lot of us in veterinary medicine is we think we know everything. And so we go into certain interactions without being mindful and without being present. And, um, and there's something to be said for that about self-awareness. So now that we've agreed that this is important, that self-awareness is something that we need to uh, get better at, um, how can we do it? And I um, did a little bit of investigating about that. And I've been in leadership um, training classes before where they've used something called the life wheel um, or the life balance wheel. So I looked at that because I think that is a good tool besides the DISC training, um, Myers-Briggs training, those kind of things, which I think are super important. Um, and you know, I'm all into that. Um, I think this life balance wheel could be quite helpful to getting us to a place of better self-awareness. And if you haven't seen a life balance wheel before, um, there's there's a hundred examples of it online. Or if you're at a place where you're listening to the podcast and you can write, I will explain to you what it looks like and you can actually write it down. But if you can't, um, just look it up. The idea behind it is, is that it's a circle and it's divided into quadrants. And there's actually let's see, eight quadrants um, in most of them. And um, they're just basically to represent different aspects of your life. And it's an exercise in becoming more aware of how healthy you are in your life balance. And I think it's it's a good thing to focus on um, for becoming more self-aware of where we need work and um, and helping us to just get to that better space of knowing ourselves and um, increasing this the skill. So um, in this circle, if you if you draw a circle, and at one end or one area of the circle, one eighth of the circle is the area of health, and that's part of our life is your health. And then the next part is finances or wealth. Then there's a section on family and friends. Um, then there's a, a section on just entertainment and enjoyment. 
There's a section on relationships. There's a career chunk, a personal space or personal self-reflection area, and then um, spirituality. Or if you don't like that word, you can use um, like contribution to society or, you know, just something outside yourself and having that spiritual focus. So you can call that nature, you can call that God, whatever you want to call it, but that is part of it. So those are the eight um, areas of our life that we can focus on. And if you draw a circle and if you put these things at the eight areas and you kind of cut it into a pie shape, then those pie pieces are the areas in your life that you can work on and see how balanced you are. So for example, if you take the wealth portion of it and you look at it and you say, okay, here's how much money I make, here's how much money I've saved, here's what I owe, you know, how balanced do I feel in this aspect of my life? And so I think this is a really good exercise to build self-awareness is, you know, taking the time to actually analyze where you're at in this, in this life of yours. You know, how do I feel about my finances? How do I feel about my health? Am I taking good care of my health? Have I had a checkup lately? Um, how do I feel about my relationships? Do I need work on something there? Do I have a relationship that's out of control that's causing me stress or anxiety? Um, how do I feel about my career? Where am I at in my career? How do I feel about my job and how I'm handling my job? And so this whole life balance wheel can help us become more self-aware. So I think that's a really good exercise to go through. And, um, and I'm just going to talk for a minute about our career and how can we become more balanced there and be more self-aware. And um, I was thinking about that a lot as I was getting coached today um, about the, some of the issues I'm having in my thoughts around my career right now. I feel really great about where I work. I feel great about my hospital. I love the people that I work with. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a Pollyanna. I don't go into work every day and, and think that there aren't going to be problems. In fact, that's part of what I enjoy about work is the problems. I, I enjoy problem solving, but, um, but I feel like I'm pretty aware of where I'm at in my career, but because I'm pushing myself away or outside the hospital a little bit more into the podcast and the blogging and and the speaking, that's where I think my anxiety has come from. And that's what I was getting coached about today. So think about that for yourself. You know, where are you at in your career? And then go around this life balance wheel and really sit and think about, you know, where are you at with all these things? How are you feeling about um, where you're at in your career, health, wealth, family, um, spirituality, you know, where is it that you're feeling deficient? And then um, creating awareness around that is going to help you solve some of these problems. Now, if you're struggling with trying to figure all this out, and you will, absolutely, your brain is going to be overwhelmed by this whole concept of becoming more self-aware. You're going to get anxious about it. You're going to be worried about it. You're not going to understand it. And that's just our, you know, that primitive brain coming up to cause us stress again and cause us, you know, problems. 
And, and that's why you, you go to a coach, um, or coach yourself. Um, and that's what I was talking to my coach about today is my primitive brain is bringing up issues for me around this, this one area. So if you start feeling that, if you start feeling anxiety, oh my gosh, I'm going to write down this life balance wheel, but I don't know how to do it. Then just create some space for that, you know, sit, sit down, create an area where it's quiet and you can really start to think about why you're becoming anxious around this and create some area, um, you know, decide I'm going to try to be more self-aware and so I'm going to do this exercise and I'm going to create some space for myself so I can start to look at my brain and um, you can do a little bit every day if it feels overwhelming to do it in a big chunk or you can sit down and, and write out a whole life balance wheel or do a thought download. And I think if you decide to take it in a little chunk, which I think probably is easier, at least for me, it's easier for me to, to take it in little chunks. I think you just need to pick a spot to create some space, whether it's first thing in the morning or after, you know, work and you've had some downtime um, or you've read or you've meditated, you know, get yourself in a good place to start working on this self-awareness. And I think one of the most effective tools for all of us when we start to look at ourselves is to do um, like a brain dump or a mind download or a thought download. And the way you do that is you just get a blank piece of paper and sit down and decide that you're just going to write every single thing that you're thinking out on paper. And this is a little bit anxiety producing, but it really does help you decipher what's going on. And then it's going to help you sort these things out. So if you, if you're deciding, okay, I'm going to become more self-aware and the way I'm going to do it is I'm either going to use DISC or I'm going to use the life model or the life wheel. Um, but for purposes, for our purposes, we're going to say, we're going to do this life wheel and we're going to take one little piece of it. So let's say we're going to take the wealth piece of it because that's easy in my mind to, to quantify. And then in order to figure out where you're at in that part of your life, you're going to do a thought download or a brain dump. So you're going to sit down in a quiet place and then you're going to think about your wealth and think about what are your thoughts about that? And then write them all down. You know, my thoughts about wealth would be, you know, I don't have enough. I need to save more. You know, I'm looking at all this stuff sitting around me in my house and why did I buy some of this stuff? You know, I don't even like some of it anymore. You know, those are the kind of things that your brain's going to come up with and just write it down, write it down, write it down, no matter how long it takes. Now, if you're starting to get into, you know, anxiety over that, then just give yourself, you know, a limited amount of time to do a brain dump. And that helps me. Like I could go on and on and on about whatever subject I'm downloading out of my brain so if I give myself a time limit, okay, for the next five minutes, all I'm going to do is write what I'm thinking and I'm going to do it around wealth. Now, if another thought pops in about something totally opposite, go ahead and write it down, you know, get this paper full and get every single thought, anxious feeling, whatever it is that you're, that comes up in your brain, get it out on a piece of paper and that's going to help you see it for, you know, what it is. And it's going to help you to become more self-aware. 
And that's going to help you to become more mindful. So once you have this brain dump out on paper, you can look at it. And then you can go through each thought that your brain came up with and critically look at them. And maybe just pick one and say, okay, um, when I was doing my brain dump on money, I put something down like, um, I don't have enough. And then you can take that one thought, I am not, I don't have enough money. Let's say that was my thought. I don't have enough. And then you can really look at that and think about it and try to decide whether that thought is useful to you. You know, does that, is that thought something that can help me or is that thought something that's holding me back? And that is an exercise in being aware of the way you're thinking about money. And so if you can get that out there and then really start thinking about it, and is this something, a thought that I want to hang on to? Is this a thought that I can change that's going to be more useful to me? That's going to make you more self-aware around how you think about money. Does that make sense to you? It, it, I think because if you pick something very concrete like money, it's a little bit easier concepts, concept to grasp. And then once you get through that exercise about you know, brain dumping your mind about wealth or money in this life balance wheel, then you can do that with this with all these other subjects. And that gets kind of heady. It gets kind of big and overwhelming. At least it does for me. And I've done this in leadership classes and they've said, okay, you know, do a thought download about family and friends. And that's part of your life wheel. And they give you like two minutes and then about relationships and they give you two minutes. And um, sometimes that's kind of hard because, you know, this is a big subject. Your life balance is huge and your self-awareness around life balance is huge. So I'm just putting it out there as a tool and I would encourage you not to try to do it all at once. I would encourage you to, to break it down into smaller chunks and maybe pick the chunk that you feel like you're struggling with the most right now about being aware of. You know, if you feel like I'm totally not self-aware about my thoughts about my job, then go to the job part, the career part, and pick that and then work on that. And it may take a day. It may take a week. It, it, there's no time limit that makes, you know, total sense around this. You just want to become more self-aware. And that also goes around, you know, you can do things like getting other perspectives from other people around this thing, you know, getting coached like I did today, that really helps create more self-awareness and, um, you know, listening to other people or asking for their advice, um, might help you be more self-aware, um, not only thought downloading, but maybe keeping a journal for a week or two around your thoughts around a subject, um, like your money or your job you know, maybe, maybe just keep a journal about it, about all your thoughts. So it, it doesn't necessarily have to be a quick thought download, although that's helpful, I think, because it gets a lot of confusion out and you can look at it outside your brain instead of inside your brain. But, you know, maybe you need to keep a journal around it and that will help you become more mindful. And when I say mindful, I mean you're paying better attention to your thoughts about a cer certain subject. And then I would say in order to become more self-aware about it is, you know, decide how you want to think about it and, um, and how you have been thinking about it in the past 
and your bias around it, and then maybe choosing a better way to think about it, or at least something that feels better to you and that creates less doubt. Um, and why is this so hard? You know what? I, you know, as he, even as I'm trying to explain it to you, I'm like, man, being self-aware is super hard. It's super difficult. It takes a lot of work. Um, but the answer is it, it's just not easy. It's not true. Um, we're not always paying attention. We're not always in that space to pay attention to ourselves. Um, if we could be, if we could be totally self-aware and quit going into autopilot and quit becoming un- unconscious, we would have a much easier time with life in general. Um, but it's hard. It's not an easy concept. And so it takes work and you have to be willing to put in the work of self-awareness. And I think the fact that you're just listening to this podcast tells me that that you're interested in these subjects of, of you know, self-help and, and becoming better human beings and becoming better leaders. And just realize that, you know, give yourself a little bit of credit around it that, yeah, I'm really trying to become self-aware, but it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be something that, you know, we're just going to sit down one day and boom, this light bulb's going to come off over our head that we're going to be more self-aware. It takes work and it takes exercise and it's going to, you know, take mental work about how you're feeling about your experiences or, and how you feel about these exercises. Um, so if you want to be more mindful and you want to, you know, go back and relive some of your experiences so you can, you know, get better aware of how you handled something in the past and then focus your attention on what's, you know, coming up for you around those issues, that's going to absolutely make you more self-aware and realize that as you're going through this um, self-awareness journey, that it's going to bring up anxiety. And every time you sit down to work on it, um, your brain's going to go negative and you're going to feel anxious about it. Um, But it's important to look and push through these feelings. And whether it's something that you're doing on your own or with a coach or with even a friend, Um, When I do coaching at work, it's very informal. You know, people just tell me they have an issue and I'll try to help them think through it. And you can do that with someone as well. You know, you don't even have to tell them that you're trying to become more self-aware. You can just go up to them and ask them the question, you know, how do you think I handle, you know, conflict? Or how do you think I handle clients? How do you think I handle stress? You know, those are dangerous questions to ask. But um, if you can sit back and honestly listen to the answer without getting defensive, without arguing with it, with the other person or even in your brain, if you can just accept the feedback for what it is, that's going to make you a more self-aware person. And there's tons of strategies around this. So it's not something that I think that we can, um, you know, completely embrace in this one podcast. And I'd like to revisit it. Um, But I just want to give you a couple strategies or a couple of ways to try to become more self-aware. And if you are becoming more self-aware yourself, yourself, which that's kind of a a weird sentence, but um, understanding yourself and understanding yourself better is going to make you a better person, better leader, a better veterinarian, better in the exam room. Um, 
you're going to be more accepting of feedback. You're going to be more open. And that's all part of it. You know, that's all part of being, of increasing your self-awareness. And there's just huge benefits to that. So give yourself some space, listen to other people, do this life balance wheel. That's really helpful. Um, but it's important. It's, it's one of the most important things, I think, um, or one of them that you can do to become a better person, a better leader, and be more compassionate, be more aware, and be more open to the world. Um, and actually, obviously more rich because, you know, that thing I read at the beginning of the podcast about the people that are more self-aware have, um, uh, they're very successful or more successful. Um, that's all part of it. And I think a lot of us agree that, that that would be, that would be great to be. Um, so let's try to be more self-aware. If you have any other thoughts around this, or, you know, I was confusing to you in the things that I'm saying, um, or you don't understand this whole life balance wheel and you want to talk more about that, or you have any suggestions for other things we can talk about on the podcast, um, please send me an email. Contact me on um, through iTunes. Go to my website. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook with my blogs. Um, contact me. Ask me questions. Let's challenge each other because I think all these things that we're trying to do in, in our lives right now and we want to get better, I think we can do it together. And as I can be your coach and I can certainly learn from you. And um that's what it's all about. That's what this big, beautiful, crazy life that we've taken on and that we're trying to enjoy is all about is challenging ourselves, getting better and being more mindful and becoming more self-aware. So do some of these exercises this week. Um, do a, a couple of thought downloads. I'm challenging myself to do that this week um, because my coach challenged me to do it. And so now I'm challenging you. Do some thought downloads around some of these areas and really look at your thoughts and try to understand yourself better um, because that's what it's all about. That's that's why this, uh, this life is so great. So shoot me a review um, on iTunes. Let me know what you think about the podcast and join me again next week where I hopefully will have some more things to wrap your brain around. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your attention. I appreciate you being open to these ideas and listening to me. Um, listen to um, my son's music um, as we go out and um, look him up because he's doing all this producing for me and the sound for me. And I really, truly appreciate it. So thank you all for joining me today. I know I'm rambling. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Have a great week. Bye.